Welcome back to How Good Was It? This is June, and I'm here to introduce to you what is actually the very first episode of How Good Was It? ever recorded. While it is a bit amateurish as far as audio quality, and I hope you can forgive that, upon revisiting this episode, we found that it's valid and it fits right in with what we're doing. So now is the time to release it. And now, without any further ado, here is the first episode of How Good Was It? Enjoy. Welcome to How Good Was It? Where we revisit movies from our past and see if they still hold up. Are they still good? Do they suck? I'm joined here with my compadres from other madres. What's up, Scott? <laughs> What's going on, June? And Mr. Joe AP himself. Hey, June. Hey, Scott. Thanks for tuning in, guys. Oh, hey, yes, thank on, you, Joe? everybody, for tuning in. This is going to be a lot of fun. We are always yeah. discussing movies. We're always discussing film because we have a love of film. And as such, we find that a lot of the times when we discuss films, especially from our youth, we have no idea what the F we're talking about. We don't remember so many details. And so Scott and Mr. AP came up with this premise and invited me to come along. And I'm so glad they did because I think this is, we're going to, I, I believe we're going to have tons of fun doing this. And we're going to start with Risky Business. There's a time for playing it safe and a time for Risky Business. Why did you, you pick this film too, Joe? Yeah, we, yeah. Um, not just, yeah. what's the reasoning behind this? You uh, Scientologist? I mean, what, what is it? <laughs> <laughs> good question, all good question. I thought, you know, it's an interesting film. Um, maybe because probably the first time I saw real, like, you know, sexual encounter between <laughs> a God, young man. I think you saw this movie because I, I believe we, um, we established before you came here in 87. So you didn't see this entirely. No, this is, this is an HBO, right? I think we, I saw an HBO. And I remember there was one time, this is very, um, funny too we watched it together with my family my mom my and my two sister and i not a movie to watch with your mother and oh, well goodness. we had no, and we had no idea what we got ourselves into i could only we played and you know tom cruise and but the it, it was it's just very innocent the whole time we were watching up to the point when he called a a prostitute um, there was, I remember there was a scene where either she was in the shower or she was walking around butt naked and there was a sex scene too. And I remember we pretended that it was normal. And I thought I was, at that time, I think I was like 12, you know, and I sat through the whole movie, very uncomfortable. And with my mom and my two sisters, it, it was very uncomfortable, uh, uncomfortable feeling. May, may, but, may um, I ask, I, I have to ask, I'm sorry to interrupt. Uh, you ha is your sister younger or older or they're both older sister my they're, oh. they're older than me so i'm oh. the youngest so what was their reaction so, if, if, if just out of curiosity nobody said a word nobody said anything <laughs> it was just you've like, never had that uncomfortable uh i hold my breath i've had that before too i hold my breath the whole time when she was like naked over oh, there was a scene where i thought it was so uncomfortable <laughs> 
I just sat through there but because I don't want to get up and leave because they don't, I don't want to either be teased or say, nobody bring up, like, did you saw titties? You know, nobody said anything. The whole movie <laughs> went through without anybody making any remarks. I hold my breath. I, I hope I had no feelings <laughs> about the movie. You know, I, I didn't want to think about it. But then again, I would look at my TV guy, see when's the next time this movie comes on so I could watch it by myself. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> so I think this is why like this movie was so interesting to me because I, it really gave me that ex, um, experience of like the enjoyment of watching semi-soft porn. <laughs> it's basically what it was. Scott, uh, what was your hmm. experience with Risky Business? Yeah, no, I definitely saw it on cable. It was, uh, I, I believe this is an early 80s movie. Same kind of thing. We didn't have a lot of parental guidance in my house. We were, we were allowed to watch whatever we wanted to watch. You know, sometimes my parents would even watch R-rated movies with us in the room, or most of the time we were just allowed to watch whatever we wanted to watch on TV. They didn't care. Just leave me alone. They would go somewhere else. Convenient. And so I, I'm sure I've watched this movie probably a year after it came out on cable. And yeah, I... What I really remember about this movie, which is surprising because now it's starting to all come back to me, is that Tom Cruise is a senior in high school, and I believe he's about to graduate, and he wants to like have like a big party or something. His parents are out of town. He's a virgin, I believe. I believe uh, he was looking for that. And I remember there was like um, a Fabrizé egg that his mother loved. And it gets it. Somebody breaks it at the party. So doesn't he start his own prostitute? The prostitute who he hires helps him uh, make money to get the new egg by having all her friends who are prostitutes come in, and then he hooks them up with all his friends to make money. Isn't that the 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 premise of this? We don't have to watch the movie, Scott. Now I recall everything that you. That, that is right, right. That helped me well, in no shape, way, or form. I, I still I'm don't glad, recall. I, you, you said Fabergé egg. I was like, what? I think that's right. I think it breaks. That's He has to replace it before they come back. And it's like... I her, thought it was an urn. Like somebody's uh, ashes or no, something. No, no. I think it's <laughs> no? a okay. Fabergé egg. It's like this big egg. So I, I heard you mention earlier, you said it was Rebecca de Mornay, right? Yes, yes. That, that's one of the yes. few things I remember about the movie because... Damn, she was fine back in the day. I, I see, remember I, that. I, I, that's what I thought initially, too. But then I started thinking, maybe it was Rosanna Arquette. Th those two, those actresses, I always confuse. And I, I, I'm not sure. I didn't look it up, so I really have no idea. But hmm. originally, I thought Rebecca de Mornay. And then I started thinking Rosanna Arquette. And now, I, I, now I'm totally confused. And I have no idea. I, I can fairly say I'm about 75% sure it was Rebecca de Mornay. Yeah. And the only reason I remember is because that's one of the few things I remember about Risky Business that it had someone with a fancy schmancy name, de Mornay. Yeah. I just remember Tom Cruise in his underwear dancing to some song that the became Bob, very Bob Seger, yeah. Old that's time a pop culture. Yeah. That, that, yeah, that's iconic. That I uh, think I'll always remember. Well, they played yeah, the video. The opening bars. His glasses, actually, that 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 particular oh, Ray right. yeah, that, that glasses, the sunglasses, that was uh, that became like the most popular item. Now, let me ask you this: Obviously, this was a big film for Tom Cruise. I believe um, it was his first starring role. This made him a star, but was it his yeah. first role? Because I do not recall him in no. anything else before. I believe this. No. his first the role outsiders. was The Outsiders. Yeah, yeah. I think that oh, was his he was first. in The Outsiders. He was yeah. in Taps also. 
And he was in this movie, I think right before this, called All the Right Moves, where he played a, a high school football player. I do remember yeah. that. Yeah, those those three, I think, were before this. And then, and I believe this was right after. But this is the one that made him a star, probably launched him into, I don't know, Top Gun may have been the next movie for him after this. Do you remember the year, Scott? I'm guessing like 83, 84. It was early okay. 80s, wasn't it? Yeah, it's early 80s for sure. I think a booger from Revenge of the Nerds, I believe, uh, I'm sorry, I don't know this actor's name. Was he in it too? I think he played his best friend. I think his, I think his friend is, I believe so. That guy was in okay. a lot of 80s movies, a lot, oh, a lot sure. of those kind of movies. And uh, we, it was a horny movie. I mean, I, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> what, what else, uh, what else do we, we know about this movie? We can touch upon Rebecca De Mornay. What I remember her the best from was Hand That Rocks the Cradle. You remember that, oh, that yes, movie? Yes, yes, yes I, she, remember. I remember that movie. It was like a, a nanny or something that was having an affair with the husband or yes, and then was obsessed with him. I don't remember many of her roles, but they were in that type of vein. It was all, you know, yeah. she, was, she, was a, she was a look, so to speak. <laughs> she was in it for the look. So um, she got quite a few uh, accolades. To, I mean, uh, no, I shouldn't say accolades, but that that put her on the map, risky business yeah. as well. She was supposed to be older than him, right? In the movie. And yeah, in yeah. Oh, yeah. Real life. Well, Tom Cruise still had so. his baby face back then. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think Cruise has got to be what Cruise is. He's in his early sixties now, so yeah. I don't know. What, so what, he's got to be his, 20s he's then? twenty. Yeah, maybe he was like. Yeah. I would say what. If 20, this was eighty three, then may, yeah, yeah, maybe. Who else now? We remember Booger was in that movie, but I think Booger was that movie. Maybe I think you're right. I want to say you're right. Uh, But again, my memory is Nolan almost non existent at this point. So I could just. Do you remember another Tom Cruise movie? I think it was called Losing It, where they go to Mexico and they they had the famous donkey show there. I think it was Tom Cruise. I think it was. I think it was an early Tom Cruise movie as well. I remember there was a movie named Losing It, but I, yeah, I think they go it. to like Tijuana to lose a virginity. And I, I'm pretty sure Tom Cruise starred in it. Another, another horny movie. Another I know. Horny these, movie. these are the movies that I think Joe should uh, automatically know, all these horny movies. You didn't watch <laughs> this one with your mom? Or maybe um, <laughs> on Mother's I, Day, you watched Losing It? I, I regret <laughs> share that story with you guys. It's funny that you guys <laughs> say this. I mean, you in particular, Joe, you were talking about watching Risky Business with your, with your whole family, I guess. Well, I don't think my family know any better, to be honest. Like, we didn't yeah. expect anything we would just watch a movie and then titties pops up and nobody said a word just, yeah well, it's, what are it's you gonna say what what but, but what i was gonna say to that my to mom that gonna point. say go to the room go go, go to your room <laughs> but that she didn't so it's crazy well the thing is my sisters i used to watch most of the movies especially in particular that came on cable my parents didn't really watch movies with us. My dad was a big movie buff, so maybe he'd sit down while we were watching movies. But I always usually watched movies with my three older sisters. And I remember it was actually a lot of fun watching these hornbag movies with them because <laughs> they were quite promiscuous in their teenage years. So they would so a conversation with my sisters would be like, Oh yeah, I'd bang them. Would you would you bang them? Yeah, maybe. I don't know. He's a, do you think he has a big one? That was usually the conversation. So, so it wasn't, it was totally the opposite of your family, Joe. My, my family was, they, they were involved with the movies. They, they had they there was a the lot ice. of commentary. 
Yes. Mm. So that was exciting as a kid, though. You see, I mean, mm. we're talking pre-internet, obviously. So oh, it's not yeah. like you could just punch up a naked woman, you know, like you can now. Kids now don't know how easy they have in nowadays. Oh, damn them with their easy, accessible porn. We had to check TV guide and see when Risky Business was on. Yes. Mm -hmm. 10 o'clock tonight. Okay. I got to yes. watch it. So what else can we cover as far as Risky Business? Are there any other points we should go over? Well, I think Scott yeah, covers uh, most of it already. No, no. There's somewhere we need to go with this. So, Jim, what is your beef with Tom Cruise? Aha. Mm. I'm glad you asked, Scotty boy. <laughs> okay. I, I, okay. It's not obviously I don't know Tom Cruise personally. So it's not like he owes me money or he... You know what? It's, I have nothing against his movies. He's actually a fine actor. He's the one... I have to give credit where credit is due. He's one of the hardest working men in movies. All the crazy stuff he does. You know, he gets really involved. And, and it, it, there's one thing I admire in my life is work ethic. You know, he, he definitely has it. I mean, he goes all out for his roles, mm -hmm. whether it be Top Gun, Mission Impossible, even that piece of shit cocktail movie. You know, he makes <laughs> it, you know, you, you know, he, you know, he gets into it. He devotes himself. So it's just everything outside of that. You know, it's like yeah. it's so weird. There's a cockiness about him that mm. just rubs me. <laughs> it gives me an ick. You know, it gives me just an ick. Yeah. And 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 I'm talking about certain occasions, uh, certain appearances he made. Uh, the one that stands out to me was when he was on Oprah. Jumping uh, on the couch? Yes. Oh, so, yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, all that crap with, with Nicole Kidman. How do you yeah. how do you mess up with one of the finest women in Hollywood history, Nicole Kidman? It's Amazing a Scientologist. Oh, I, I don't <laughs> how do you mess it? up like, all his relationships? And, and, and give, okay, now that you brought it up, that was where I was leading up to. The whole Scientology thing. Look, I, I don't begrudge or bemoan or this, and I'm lying because I do, and I'm about to. Um, <laughs> you know, Scientology, There's it has its issues. I'm not going to get into religion or whatever. That's a very personal thing with people. So I, I, I'm not going to go there. You know, the whole thing, I, it's so weird. It's so weird. So that, that whole being the king, so to speak, of Scientology, because you know he is, combined with the cockiness, it's, it's just a bad odor. You know, it's just, it just gives me a lot, so much ick. But then I'm full of shit because I always end up watching his movies anyway. Oh, I yeah. know I'm going to watch Maverick. I know I'm going to watch whatever other, the 15th Mission Impossible that he's going to do. I'm always going to watch his movies. He's he's damn good at what he does. He deserves all the accolades. But he's, he's ick. Well. All this, all this bad talk in Scientology. You know, Joe and I live in the Tampa Bay area, right by the, the headquarters for Scientology in Clearwater. That is you're, true. You're, you're going to get us uh, like picked up. We're we're we're, we're going to be kidnapped because of this, June. But yeah, you put, hey, a, you put us at risk. As long as it brings that in you close our location. Have uh, you been down there before, June? Like to Clearwater and seen like the Scientology area? We've driven past it. I can't say I've knocked on the door. Uh, Joe, Joe and I used to run down there a lot, and really? they are, oh, it's so weird. It's, I mean, they, they cleaned up downtown. They own most of the buildings down there, but they, they, they're, what I can tell by the Scientology religion is it's bus-based because they're always on buses. They bus themselves mm. around everywhere. They're all wearing <laughs> uniforms. It, 
it could be 10 o'clock at night. You'll see a loaded bus full of Scientologists. It, it's not the normal, like, you know, government buses. They get out, they have bus stops. They all get off, go into buildings. It, it's, they just kind of walk around everywhere, almost like zombies. I hope we don't have Scientologists listener that get offended by I hope we do damn it that's another listener <laughs> I give a shit what they believe in as long as Z- they listen Zenu does not allow them to listen to podcasts Joe it's fine <laughs> no there you go I have the same feelings as you June like I take out his his work his outside of work is a mess and it is what it is but man I he makes some good movies uh, I, and I really think it's the Mission Impossible movies that brought his career back. Cause I, I think his career was kind of on the downward uh, track. And then these last like three, four mission possible movies have been amazing. And uh, I think it's really kind of in a way resurrected his career. I think he, he had a bit of a cold spell in, in the early 2000s. You know, he, he kind of really brought it back and now he did have some good movies but they weren't really blockbusters. Um, the was it edge of tomorrow i was gonna I say you beat me to movie. it scott that that's is a killer a great movie. movie that's a badass really movie and, it, and and underrated yes for surprise well, i thought it, that was gonna movie. be a blockbuster i thought I it was that a movie. great freaking movie that was good movie. what was the spielberg movie that he did that i write i liked a lot too with the pre-cons and um oh, oh uh, it was minority it was, report yeah minority i like that a lot too that was another one that didn't really do great yeah yeah, you're right. He, his, his career was kind of, you know, doing mids in the early yeah. 2000s. It wasn't at its peak. And hey, again, that 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 Tom Cruise work ethic, man, he he brought it back with that whole, well, with everything he's doing. I'll be honest with you, when they announced a sequel to Top Gun, I was like, why? It sounded terrible. I was like, why? Why would you? First of all, okay, we might as well. Okay, I'm going there. I'm going there. We're, we're, you know what? We're going from risky business to top. Tom, let's start the show over. And we're doing Top Gun now. The hell with risky business. We're doing Top Gun. Okay, because uh, I'm going I, there. I, okay, so so I, I gotta do it. And and listen, uh, maybe, maybe I should save it for another episode. Let's uh, fuck it. I'm gonna visit Top Gun now, and I'm gonna rant. This is a rant. This is a June okay. rant. Top Gun um, rant. Look, I don't get it. I'm sorry. I didn't get it as a kid. I don't get it now. I didn't get okay. It had some cool fight scenes, but but I, none of those characters were believable. Nobody in their right mind, no pilot will call themselves Goose. Uh, <laughs> a bunch of guys playing practically Classic. naked playing va- volleyball. I have nothing uh, against jeans. I, ha- I have nothing on. against gay men, but <laughs> come on. Come on. I mean, I was like, I used to watch that as a kid on cable. And I was like, this is like, like, this is the gayest film I've ever seen. Like, 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 uh, uh, anyway, that, that concludes June's Top Gun rent for the show. I had to stand now up back for, to for risky Tom business. Cruise. Oh, shit, here we go. I had to stand up for Tom Cruise. <laughs> Damn Top it. Gun was, was one of my favorite movies. Look what and I did. I don't started. have any explanation why. I think that movie. You know what I said was to... true. Go ahead, go ahead. Well, you, I agree with you, June, but I think that movie makes me want to become wild. Like, I bought motorcycle because of Top Gun. You know, I, run, I learned how to ride motorcycle because I thought it was cool. I, I, I think Top Gun probably is cool movie. The storyline, probably nothing. I I'm think not it's impressed. Just the, you know what the, would have impressed me if you said if you were to learn how to pilot a freaking plane? 
because of Top Gun, then I might give it some credence. Yeah, but I no, but I, I like that movie. I, I don't know why. I think it was one of my favorite movie that I thought he score a teacher. There's certain, you know, charm in the movie where, you know, he rode his bike to see advisor or whoever that she was in, in that movie. Scott, help me out here. What do we, <laughs> Scott agrees with thinking, me. That's why he's no, been very no, no. quiet. It's for a damn I wanna, reason. I, I want to hear Joe explain this movie. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I, well, the thing is, the movie. Very, what? Um, it's interesting? No, no. It, it, it makes you think that there's a chance for, you know, like somebody to be cool. And I want to be a pilot. Yeah, growing up. But I can't be a pilot. So I, I, the I agree. Now, see, this may be the first time that that maybe the age difference maybe matters on a movie. June, how old do you think you were when Top Gun came out? Oh, shit. Why are we going to go there? Okay. Yes, I was in high school when Top yeah, Gun so came out. Yeah, so maybe six. I think it was 86 Top Gun came out. 86. Uh, so, so you would have been. It is 86. That would have made me around 16, 17 at the time. Yeah. So that's, I, that's I think age. you probably had a different perspective than Joe, who probably was 10 at the time. To a 10-year-old, well, that, that could no. be the coolest movie ever. 11. Well. Hello. Well, yeah, I mean, when I, I think it has different meanings to me. I guess just because how cool it was to be a pilot. Okay, you're you trying know, to riding make, a motorcycle. See, now, now you're just trying to make it sound all deep and meaningful. I'm no, calling and then I'll be able real to quick on you right now. Um, look, look. Okay, okay. Look, look. Uh, <laughs> I was a little harsh on Top Gun. I enjoyed it. I didn't mean to say I didn't enjoy. I enjoyed it, but I didn't see what all the ruckus was about. It was so big mm -hmm. at its time. It was yeah. huge, and I just was like, it was okay. Yeah, but you know I what? Mean... It was a cool movie, and the, the, I think the soundtrack helped a lot with that movie. I think the soundtrack was a huge hit. Jim, I I, I, if I could find the video of me riding a motorcycle and <laughs> and, 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 and we had June this soundtrack music. music over it. Yes. Joe, Joe, <laughs> I will pay you a week's salary if you find this video. Please. Uh, that'll I be will... the that'll be the intro video for each episode of this podcast. No, I, I have Dude, that, that video is running in his apartment. When you walk in the door, he has it running up on the wall. <laughs> June, we had a hand handheld big old camera tied behind my friend motorcycle. Film me riding my motorcycle behind him so that we could capture that riding scene and then play music of Top Gun over it. You, you have to see it's classic. It's one of those early editing that you can never get anywhere else. Am I supposed to be impressed? Is this oh no, no. <laughs> Is this I can't even like believe it that I did what I did, but it was I can't believe hilarious. you did. I can't believe this conversation. <laughs> I can't believe you're still, we spent the last like 20 minutes you trying to defend Top Gun to me. <laughs> well, we've been paying homage to the, the crew, right, Tom Cruise. Look, again, I, I reiterate, because obviously you did not get the point the first time. No, I didn't. Uh, I, wasn't listening. I have no problem with the movie. It was a fun movie. It was a fun movie. It was just that uh, okay, I'm sorry. I'm sorry it didn't hold the deep meaningfulness to me as it did. You're ruining my childhood. It, it obviously changed your life in some shape, <laughs> way, or form. And and uh, yeah. So, I, but you know, look, June, man. a lot of listeners will will agree with me. I think we will have fifty fifty. <laughs> now we're gonna take polls. Well, no, I, I think I know that some people would have, would agree with me that Top Gun was pretty cool movie. 
I don't think anyone would disagree. I ain't fighting you. <laughs> Bitch, I ain't fighting with you about Top Gun. <laughs> Joe. Thank you. It's okay. <laughs> I love you anyway, despite I'm, I'm glad that you 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 agree. <laughs> that was that was a, Joe convinced you. That was a highway to the danger zone, wasn't it? <laughs> pun pun pun. Unintended. Yes. Scott, I, we good, totally dissed you on mm. your take on Top Gun. You were trying to intercede there. Oh, yeah, and I, I wish it. you did. Yeah, no problem. <laughs> it, it, it was fine. That, that's my take. It, it was fine. <laughs> I, I, actually, Top Gun Maverick w- was a lot better. I think so, way better than the original. So Joe AP, you're going to get on his you, ass now? For, for, for you think the plot was, was, was good on, on the, the Top Gun Maverick? No, the, the, it's, it's nearly wish... the same as the other movie, but... I, the special effects and everything were a hundred times better. Oh yeah, I agree. And I, and listen, I'll watch Maverick just for you, just for you. I'll watch Maverick in your name. I'll have your picture next to me as I watch. It. <laughs> How's that? That'd be awesome. <laughs> I think okay. Tom is gonna hear this podcast and he'll reach out to me. And oh, we'll be hearing from the Scientologists and Tom Cruise. One of us will disappear within the next week. So don't, worry, don't you worry about that. As long as, most likely ratings, day, yeah. as long as it leads to some kind of sponsorship. That's, that's all that oh, yeah. So, risky business. Circle it back. Let's bring it back. But you know that Tom Cruise is about the same height as me. Oh. He's what? What? I think he's about 5'6", right? <laughs> oh, he's the same height as you. Is that what you said? Yes. Uh, yeah, I didn't I get what know. he said either. <laughs> what What do you think I said? I, I did. I no. wasn't sure. Whatever you said, it couldn't be better than than you saying that Tom Cruise is the same height as you. That's great. Thanks for that information. I just want to relate. You know, I just try to relate. Perhaps maybe oh, he has some old clothes. Now it makes sense. Oh, I get it. I get it now. It, if we could get this podcast off the ground, maybe you'll have your chance to meet <laughs> Mr. Cruz and you oh, can yeah. compare notes about the danger zone and goose and all that lovely I'll stuff. I'll show him my videos. Yeah, I'll oh, there you website. go. Maybe you'll be in the next, uh, you'll be in the in the threequel to uh, Top Gun that's starring Joe AP. I wouldn't wish for that. I think that's way too over my, beyond my expectation. That's a damn lie. You'd be in that movie after after that freak after us. We just spent the last hour on Tom Cruise. You expect me to believe that? So you, we you, we were talking about risky business based on Tom. Cruise. Oh, really? were we? Risky. I forgot. Is were that, we? Is, is that what this that episode was about? So, risky business for the umpteenth time. <laughs> is there anything else we want to cover? No, I think uh, I think I they yeah. I'm ready to watch the movie now. Well, I think I guess. We can say we about covered it. Yeah. It? So there's nothing. I think it's else? time to watch it. It's time to watch this damn movie. It better be good after that long ass defense of Tom Cruise that uh, Joey P threw at me. <laughs> so I have high hopes for this one, man. Because if not, I'm gonna come back mad. <laughs> well, this <laughs> this time at least I won't get to watch it with my parents or my sister. <laughs> and my mom. So it will be a big. I think you should. I personally think you should get the family, yeah. get the get barbecue, the yeah, whole thing, right? and just throw hey, mom, it on. You remember that happens. movie we watched about the <laughs> prostitutes? I will watch with Joe's family instead. So that, that's how we'll do it. All I ask is if it does come to that point, somebody gets this for the podcast please video audio whatever <laughs> form it takes please we must have that footage okay so let's get to watching risky business thank you so much for joining us we've had a lot of fun discussing 
what could possibly be a piece of shit movie. Hopefully I'll eat my words and it's a good movie. Hopefully it'll be at least mildly enjoyable. With Mr. Cruz, anything is possible, right? So let's see where this goes. But please, make sure you catch us in the second half of this episode. And we'll find out how good was it. Sit tight. We'll be right back with How Good Was It? Do you have memories about this week's film that you'd like to share with us? Hit us up at How Good Was It Pod for X, formerly known as Twitter, at HGWI Pod. Make sure to check out our YouTube channel where you'll find video promos for each and every episode. Welcome, welcome, welcome back to How Good Was It? We are in the second phase of our Risky Business episode. I want to reintroduce my partners in crime. Hello, Scott. What's going on, June? And the man with the ultimate plan, as always, Joe A.P. How's it going, Talis? Good to have you guys back. Good to reunite once again. And as I said before, this is the second half to our risky business, or should I call it Risky's business slash Top Gun slash Tom Cruise <laughs> slash Scientologist's episode. Because we did touch upon all those subjects in the first half. We had a little bit of back and forth and debate, but it was Classy all in good fun. Yes, yes. But he put up a great defense. This episode isn't about Top Gun, is it? It's really about risky business. So let's dive in. Unless you guys have anything to add or say or elaborate on from our the beginning of the of uh, this episode. I mean, sometimes you just got to say what the fuck, dude. So let's, let's just get started. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't have put it better myself, Scott. Already quoting lines. Already quoting lines. All right, let's do this then. Joel, you want to know something? Every now and then, say what the fuck. So we agreed that uh, we would like our favorite person in the world, Joey P, to try his hand at giving us a plot synopsis, which I mean, is he, only he, fair. He did choose this movie. Yes, yeah. he did pick the movie. So uh, let's see what's his take. Uh, as you may recall, he told us quite the story about watching this movie with his parents and how <laughs> awkward it was <laughs> so yeah, uh yeah. go go for yours jay let us have well, wait it. a minute in this oh, rewatch, did you did you watch it with your mom again or <laughs> what happened with the no, 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 no. <laughs> I, I make sure i lock my door and i stay at home <laughs> while nobody's around and, and and watch the movie so i i still think the movies to me i i think the movies was tastefully done it's i think mm. it was it was still, it was a good, classy, teenager dream, wet dream movie. I don't know about classy, Joe, but okay, well, let's go over the plot, Joe. Let, why, well, why don't you start with the plot? How well, close the, were you when we got the plot right? Did we get so it right? It, it's about a teenager that never done anything wrong, trustworthy son, live in a suburb in, in Chicago. Uh, I don't think suburb is Chicago. I think outside Chicago. I couldn't uh, tell where that's, it that's was. That's the definition of suburbs. I, th I think they yeah. mentioned it was in Chicago at some point. It was Chicago, okay. yeah. Um, but 
I think it was, you know, just being teenagers, uh, thinking that he can get away with something that he, uh, you know, one day when his parent was away and he decided to, you know, being a horny teenager, uh, call it prostitute. Well, it, it opens right? up with a, with a horny scene, uh, basically him having a wet dream. Uh, he's, uh, he's dreaming that he enters a house and there's a girl taking a shower. And so right off the bat, boobs, right off the bat, he walks in it. He's a girl yeah, it, shower. It, it was a you know up and coming. You know, he's he was ready to uh you know, he was that at that point in life where everything is itchy and you know, he's still he wants he was curious. Everything's you know. itchy? Wait, 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 wait. <laughs> I don't know if I've heard that that term before. It, it, uh, that's a curious term. I think you said itchy, I, I, right? Yeah. Yeah. But it, it's a, <laughs> I, I think it's appropriate. Was, I actually he relate was, to yeah, I like itchy, it. itching. It was itching to he was itching to know and oh you know, like, okay he was itching I got you I thought you yeah okay gotcha gotcha it's a dream so I go with it who's there she says Joel I say what are you doing here I don't know what I'm doing here what are you doing here I'm taking a shower she says then I give her you want me to go. No, she says, I want you to wash my back. So now I'm getting enthusiastic about this dream. Well, and then he, he ordered a prostitute and, uh, you know, he, uh, he well, get more of what he asked here. for. Well, he accidentally so, yeah, ordered well, he a prostitute. Order his, he didn't even order. order. Okay, yes, yeah, you're right. Yeah. He, he made a he called and he hung up and then they, was it, they called him back. Oh, the first prostitute. Yeah, yeah, so... He goes through the the what ads. He goes to the newspaper, and he finds like some what he looks like call girls on there. Which do you guys remember that? I, I do remember having uh, questionable things in the newspaper. I never called any of those, but they were they were things that were kind of like that in the newspaper in the eighties. Oh, but there that was, was uh, that, yeah, that, that was the norm here. Though, what, in New York City. I mean, we had we had we had newspapers dedicated to just that here. Yeah, in New you York basically City. call up a, a call girl. Sure. And yeah, right, right out of out of the water. Do you think that that would fly nowadays? I don't know. I don't know. Not in these times, maybe. But it was fun to look at when I was a kid. To be yeah, honest with you, it was it was. Uh, I remember we had a publication, The Village Voice, which was quite popular oh, yeah. up until it, it's a it's a end run. I think it was in the early thousands. But anyway, it was known to have all those type of ads in the back. That was a big money maker for them. But ninety percent of it was for drag queens. So, <laughs> <laughs> well, guess what? It was for it was for risky business as well. <laughs> that was a nice segue. You like that, right, guys? I planned. Yeah, it. I planned. Yeah, it. Go ahead, Joe. Yeah, pick, pick it back up. Sorry, Joe. Sorry to interrupt you. So, no, I I think that's that's what happened, right? When when your parent, his parent left on vacation, he he realized that maybe he could do something out of ordinary weekend. You know, um, call call up a call girl. Well, the call girl's name was Lynn, uh, Jackie. Jackie. Jackie was, which Jackie was way, a crossdresser. For the only, the only minority in the film to to have uh, to have him play uh, a crossdressing <laughs> dress prostitute, as, of course, was uh, was really fucked up. And also, uh, uh, yeah, this this movie just is. Hey, look back at back in those times, you took what you could get as paroles. So I, I, I feel bad for the doctor. I gotta look this guy up. I, I I really feel bad for him 
That was the role he got. Bruce A. Young. Bruce A. Look at you. You're way ahead of us, Joe. You are on point. You are on point. Bruce A. Young. Oh, he was familiar looking. Where is he from? He was. I hope he was. Oh, he's in the movie Jurassic Park 3. Oh, basic instinct. Yeah. Oh, good. Those are definitely upgrades. Well, depending on what type of roles he got in those movies. So, yeah, but to have the only uh, person of color in the film to play a two minute part uh, and uh, to make him a a cross dressing prostitute, it's pretty messed up. But but (laughs) go ahead, Joe. To say the least. And and, it turns out that that was what he was looking for. So uh, he ended up paying paying the cross dresser and, and having uh, to pay. I don't think he had a choice. He, he had yeah. to pay the. He did have to pay the cro- the the drag yeah. queen. The drag yeah, I'm queen. Not sure. yeah. I don't think any of us are probably using the right terms at all. By the way, just oh okay. June saying drag queen. I I don't know what the hell I'm saying. I personally am a a big fan of RuPaul's Drag Race. Yes. So uh, yes. I think I'm. I think I'll be okay. You're, you're, you're gonna go with the drag. I okay. hope so. Right. Until one of our <laughs> listeners, you know, kicks someone us a new way. Someone will be offended. Yes, but uh, someone um, will get offended. Someone's always for offended. sure. For sure. But go ahead. So Jeff. Scott. So what happened after that? The 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 person in question, the the prostitute, gives him a number. Tells him uh, this this uh, call this lady. I, I what what is her, what's her character? We're back in Renee's character. Lana. Was it Lana? Lana. He's yes. call yeah. Lana she's what you're looking for. She's what all white boys are looking for. I believe it's <laughs> one of the best lines in yeah. this film. It's what you want. Thank you. It's what every white boy off the lake wants. So he shows it to his best friend, played by Booger from uh, Revenge of the Nerds, uh, oh. Curtis Armstrong. Yes, you were, right, you were right on point I with that, I nailed that. Yes, but, you, uh, you did. Curtis Armstrong, he, you know, Joel, Joel, played by Tom Cruise, is, is scared. To, to call the number. And so his best friend uh, dials the number, calls it, say, this is my address, you know, come here, and then eats the number so Joel can't call it back to cancel it. So he's kind of has to go through with this. So then what? she comes up to his house, right? Yeah. Well, so, by the way, we, all, we already missed the iconic scene. Ten minutes in, we, we, we see the scene, his parents leave town, and then he dances around in his underwear. Ah, uh, how could we forget? Yes, but yes. that scene is so lame now. Watching that, it is. It, you it know is what? That's, lame I have to talk. agree. I agree with you on that, Scott. I I never liked that scene. I think what I like about the movie is the everything else except for the dancing scene from Tom. Yeah, that maybe was the worst scene in the movie, and that's the most iconic scene in the movie. And that is is yeah. quite a, a horribly choreographed. Uh, Tom oh, Cruise boy. has no sense of rhythm. <laughs> It, <laughs> on top uh, of that, on top of you know, once again, I'm sorry, homoerotic, just like Top Gun, just, just like the the volleyball scene in Top Gun. That may be the the second gayest scene that Tom Cruise has ever done. You said it, not me. <laughs> you said it, not me. I, I'm not going to so, go there. Even though this is called Risky's business, mm-hmm. had Miles didn't call the prostitute, the uh, the call girl, you, I don't think Tom Cruise would go through with it. Well, of because course he not. Didn't. He was adamant. He was pissed off mm-hmm. at um. I keep calling him booger. I'm sorry. He's always gonna booger. be booger to me. Yeah, no, it's uh, Miles. Yeah. So, so is it Miles? Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. Okay, Miles. I'll go by Miles. I don't. We don't want to confuse our our two listeners that are out there. Maybe. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah. 
yeah, Miles um was adamant about it, and yeah, even chewed uh, chewed up and swallowed the the newspaper clipping with that yeah. number, and said, "No, you're gonna get some ass tonight, boy, whether you like it or not." And that's basically what happened, wasn't it? I mean, she just came in, like she owned the house because you know, as, as Scott will tell you, you know, you white people do not close your doors. <laughs> Uh, oh no, 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 no! Don't lock the door. <laughs> yeah, lock the door. Apparently. Oh, okay. That's your, thank you for clarifying, Joe. There's a difference between yeah. closing and locking, and that's what I meant. Lock. Well, she's not a cautious prostitute. She just she, she doesn't know who this person is. He it's almost like a prank call that she gets. Yeah. She just wanders right into the house, man. She she needs a she needs a pimp. You know, <laughs> I, I I disagree with her breaking away from the guy because she needs someone watching after her. She's a bit of a mess. Of course, it, within 10 minutes of her walking into the house. And of course, the scene, right? Oh, th and, that, that's and, a good thing. Oh, that, my God. That is, a, that is a sexy, sexy scene. I, I, I'll, I'll give him that. Yes, Thank I have you. to agree. Thank you. I agree Rebecca with you that Monet is hot. She wow. is Listen, it's the one hot. thing I remembered from the movie, going mm -hmm. back to the first half of this episode, I remembered that she was in it and she was damn hot. And yeah. boy, and what was it me? I mean, okay, now, um, I had to order this movie from Amazon Prime. Yes, and well. I was watching it with my wife. Okay, <laughs> so, and, and not that that makes a difference to me. I didn't feel awkward in the least. But that scene, of course, and she does the little spin. She's naked, and mm -hmm. is it me or was there Bush? There was Bush. Yeah, yes. <laughs> yeah. I I, I believe on IMDb. They, it actually even mentions it in there in the in the notes. So, <laughs> and well, they should. Well, yeah, they should, as well. Because it was that, that it was, that's, that's an acting credit. Oh my God! I and and you know again another marker of the eighties, Bush, no shave. It was Bush. <laughs> it was actual. No, Judas. she's hot. Hot scene. Uh, I'll give him credit. That's a good. My thing. God! And 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 to that, the cinematography, like that scene in itself, the way they set it up. The, the 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 doors blow open uh -huh. the, the the leaves blowing inside yeah, that's the whole that's thing so i was like, like holy moly like like i'm i'm being romanced here well it's like his fantasies you know his fantasies were almost it was exactly like the sex scene like his he had two fantasies already in the movie right he had the one at the very beginning of the shower yeah. and then the one where he's like making out with the babysitter on the table and the cops show up and mm -hmm. uh and both of them the you know the sounds very similar that it's shot kind of similar so yes. in a way it's almost like the director saying it's just like his fantasy or this is his fantasy come true or the way, whatever the way they shot it and they they have a similar scene later on on the train where, mm -hmm. where they do it on the train also pretty hot scene on the train too that you know is kind of is shot like that as well so true. it's uh yeah this movie is a horny movie yes the, thank the you. actors are horny I agree. <laughs> <laughs> it, it makes you feel horny. It's it's horny all around. And even though this was, I remember from the eighties, it was so amazing. And then watch it again, I it still feels like it brings me back to that childhood feeling of excitement. You yeah. know, yeah, it did. It did certain scenes at least. Did yeah. certain scenes? Yes, uh, certain uh, scenes. Uh, scene. All right, so I got us through that scene. Dude, why don't you take it from here? Right? So what, where, what, where are we at after he meets the prostitute? Okay, so obviously she gives him the night of his life. Um, she mm. turns him the F out. She turned him <laughs> out. Man. He was not the... I mean, he woke up the next day. He was like, you he was know... He cool all of a sudden. He was cool as... Uh, 
And, <laughs> and obviously she gave him a good time. Now, what I love is the next morning how she thought she owned the freaking place. Oh yeah, she, was, she made a breakfast. She's there smoking cigarettes in his kitchen. She's like, like, wow, you have a nice house. Like you almost, I almost heard her say, wow, we have a nice house. You know what oh, I'm saying? Like she was Jesse all up says, in that house, where, man. Where's my three hundred dollars? And fucking <laughs> Joel Tom Cruise is like, uh, what? 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 And, Jackie, and, Jackie was only seventy five dollars. And now that you mention this, God. The, the difference between her demeanor when she walked in the night before, right? And yeah. it was like, a, like you said, it was like a fantasy. She mm -hmm. spoke, she was sultry. She was sexy. She was soft-spoken. The next day, she was straight up prostitute. She was straight up prostitute <laughs> I, next morning. I appreciate it. I appreciate it wasn't a pretty woman where, yes, you thank know, you. they fall in love. She, no, she was, she was a prostitute, right? She she wanted her money, and Joel's like, "Oh, let me go cash a bond." Yes, <laughs> I, I gotta go to the bank. And he leaves her in his house. Who leaves a prostitute in their house? And, I, I'm saying this like I know by experience. The, I and what did he say? I never try, to, try not to steal anything. <laughs> yeah, Fuck I was Joel. gonna ask. Could you clarify on that? Um, <laughs> no, no, but it's true. You're absolutely right. Who does that? And it's like, okay, I understand. He's a naive teenage. Yeah. Boy, right? but but still, I mean, come on, let's let's throw a little common sense into the mix. Was that a Faberge egg, or was that just no, an egg-like? It, it was just a right, yeah, it was a crystal egg. I think they said at one point. Okay, yeah, that was okay. Her, her, I just her, wanted to her, clarify. Her, her, make her sure. Yeah, definitely wasn't Faberge. Definitely uh, her lighted egg, which you see the mom before she goes on vacation, admiring it again. And uh, yeah, but the egg's missing now. Yes. Yeah, when he gets back home, she's gone. The egg's gone. Yes. And basically she took his egg. Yeah, she she cut out. She took his egg because, well, I mean, in a way you cannot, you can almost not blame her. I mean, you know, you come, you turn this kid out. You do. Obviously, she did a great job at whatever she did. And, yeah. you know, he doesn't have the money, you know, and it's like, you know, this this mofo left me alone in his. I'm taking it. He's lucky it was only the egg she took. Yeah, exactly. It, it could have been like later in the movie. Everything could have been gone. <laughs> well that does happen later in the movie does it kind yeah. of but we'll get into that we'll reach that point let's 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 try to stay on, on stay oh, on yeah. target stay on target we're too close stay on target yeah. um from there he's all sore about it obviously he contacts booger and blames him even though he just got some rebecca demornay action he's still yeah. mad at booger, yeah, booger big time and blames him Booger agrees to help him try to track down this woman with his egg. Um, now, this is a part that I missed. How mm. did Tom Cruise's character know that Lana would be at that restaurant in that hotel? Yeah. How did he the, know that? Uh, he called Jackie. Jackie told him. Wow. Jackie How about... said, yeah, he, he says that line to Booger. Like, Jack, he called Jackie and Jackie said, the, the, your best bet of finding her would be at this hotel. Wow, Jackie's a mad snitch. Yeah. They, now, mad Jackie snitch. can't get back in the movie to get another, get some more face on. No, that actor, uh, it's, it's all screen that Joel finds out about this. So, yeah. Okay. No, Thank you for clarifying. I totally missed that little snippet, but mm -hmm. yeah. Okay. From there, they do go to this hotel where she's there, I'm assuming, with a, it looked like another John that she walked in. Most with. likely. It's yeah. an older gentleman. She sees mm -hmm. him, they make eye contact. Tom Cruise does not have the balls to approach or confront her. 
has the nerve to go back and, and mind you yes and mind you they drove up in his daddy's porsche of which, course yeah his white privilege driving around in, in the yes. daddy's porsche yes that's just asking for trouble we know in any mm -hmm. of these type of movies you take daddy's ferrari or porsche or lamborghini or whatever the case may be yep. it's gonna get fucked up so, yep so from there he leaves and booger and even booger's like what the hell why didn't you do anything from what I remember? Something to that yep. effect. Yep. And we hear Lana's voice. She goes outside and she's being chased by, by whom, Scott? Her, her uh, pimp. Her pimp. Joe Joey Pants. Jo 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 open the door. Let's go. Lana, when do I get it back? Lana, what are you Start doing? Driving. Open Start the door. Are you going to open the door? Hey! Buster, right? Oh, but get off the star. Just start, just start the driving. Start driving now. Why don't you start the car, Joel? Babe, I'm not gonna hurt you. Oh, you stop. Don't get out of here! Oh, start the goddamn car, Joel. Lana, open the door. Hey, asshole, don't where you go, Lana. Get out of the kill you. Joey Pants was in this movie. I did not remember. Always great to see Joey Pants. Oh my God, and he had hair. Yeah, yeah, he had hair, yeah. <laughs> he had hair, he was thin, he was mad young. I was like, it took me a second to, I was like, wait yeah. a minute, I know this guy. I was yep, like, it's yep. Joe, it's Joe Pantoliano, playing a pimp of all things. Never seen him in that type of role. Yeah. Pulled it off. It, I wasn't scared yeah. of him, but he pulled well, it off. <laughs> and I don't think he was, he was trying, well, in that scene, he's trying to be physically intimidating. But I, in general, he's kind of a smart pimp who, uh, you know, kind of gets his way. He's not like trying to beat up Joel. No, he just wants his money. Yep. From the morning. That's his girl. Yeah, yes. and wants his money. Yes. And uh, yo, Lana was a cocky bitch. No, that yeah. Was, she I was mean, just like cursing him out. And she was like, F you, uh, blah, blah, blah. And, and she was like, drive, drive. And we're out. And, you know, like, I don't care about the world. I got a teenage white boy with a Porsche. You know, I was like, I was like, what is going on? That was a that was a lame chase scene, by the way. I swear they went up and down the same alley like twenty times. It looked like they were going up and down the same street. Yeah, the budget must have been limited. They could only pay the city <laughs> of Chicago so much. They got like two blocks worth of a uh, of shooting location, I guess, out of the deal. But um, you yeah, got the from... budget. It there was six million dollars. Really? Million well, it shows. It's oh, eighty two. I mean, that's not terrible for eighty two. Yeah, oh, that's, that's true. That was it yeah. Now, this movie, what was it, 82 or 83? I think it was 82. Oh, wow. 83. It was 83. 83? 83. Yeah. Okay, wow. Okay. Score another one for Scott. He, he called wow. it in the first half of this episode. He said 1983. Damn your encyclopedia brain. Uh, but, you know, that's why you're on the show. We need somebody to stay on point. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so so he there, gets away. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. They get away, get away from, from that lame-ass... Chasing and and you know Booger gives that classic line. I don't believe this. I've got a trig midterm tomorrow and I'm being chased by Guido, the killer pimp. So where were we? Oh yeah, okay. After the chase and they make it home. So of yeah. course, Lana, Rebecca De Mornay's character, she just took over the house, yo. She was like, she just, and she's running from her pimp. At least from now, pimp. Joel's not paying for it now, so he's yeah. he's gonna have a whole weekend of sex and not have to pay for it. So. At least is that. But still, holding that crystal egg hostage, yo. Yeah. He knows she has it. He knows she's using it and him for her own purposes. Yeah. And he's with it all the way. <laughs> that, that killed me. Yeah. I was like, dude, like, Which, like. That makes sense. Yeah, a seventeen-year-old boy. Yeah, I, I would, I'd be fine with that. 
take my mom's uh take take my mom's uh crystal egg it's fine i i have to agree with you scott see this see this is the thing about these movies now that we're grown men and and supposedly we have a little more wisdom and know-how and ex- yeah. and supposedly more responsible as a yeah, result supposedly <laughs> going back to that age yeah that's probably exactly what it, would... yeah it might be the same at this age too but i i, I i'm gonna <laughs> say at that age i i, I would have i definitely would have would have uh done the same thing as joel i i just had a vision of joe ap introducing lana to his family <laughs> <laughs> as a 17 year old that would be great that would be my dream come true oh my god <laughs> I think it'd be any 17-year-old boy's uh, dream country. Oh, yeah. Um, so, yeah, basically she holds uh, Joel's home hostage. The ad, yeah. the whole thing. And from there, it just ensues in more complications with, uh, with you know, Mr. Pant- Pantaleano the pimp. Yeah. Um, well, the next thing is the, the, the he wrecks the porch. They, he's dating, basically dating uh, her. They yes. go out to a lake area to sit and talk, and he he offends her some way, basically asking her about, you know, do you plan on going to school? Do you plan on doing all this other stuff? And she takes it, she takes it to her offense, and then she storms off and happened the door the door was locked for the car, and the car goes right down <laughs> into the lake. It's mm-hmm. a pretty funny scene of Joel trying his hardest to stop it from from going down. Going down the, yeah. Stopping no. it on the dock, but then the whole dock collapses into the water. Well, you know, in watching that scene, I was just going to myself. I was like, "Listen, I know you're Tom Cruise, and I you I know you do impossible shit, but yeah, you're just not gonna stop a car rolling." Down. <laughs> it's just I wanted. I I didn't pay it close attention. Do you think he did that stunt too? Do you think he was actually standing in front of a car? What are the odds? It's Tom <laughs> yeah. Cruise. I don't know. Young Tom Cruise maybe wasn't that insane. Maybe maybe he was actually smart enough to have a stunt double do it. Sure. But is well, it is it right though? Is that his? third movie in his career i think it was like his third or fourth if you look at his imdb uh that one movie i was talking about is actually after a couple of them um, oh, and and then endless love was his first i looked that up yeah he had a small part in that because i don't yeah. really remember him in that he wasn't the lead and, role in endless love obviously no i think that was chris Atkins. not oh. chris Atkins. what's his name yeah something Shield. like that yeah, Brooke Shields was definitely in that. Yeah, that was the only reason why I remember watching that movie. That movie was horrible. A young Brooke Shields, too. Yes. I think she was Ooh. like, yeah, like 12 or 13 years old at that time. Okay, I take it back. Now I just made myself out to sound like a freaking <laughs> Please scratch well, that from the record. At that, you were probably the same age at that time, too. You, you, you were so. thinking of uh, um, the other movie that they got lost uh, in Blue, the, um, the... Blue Lagoon. Blue Lagoon. Blue Lagoon. Blue Lagoon. She was also yes. underage in that. Oh, she, was, she wasn't she 18 was. in Blue Lagoon. She, so, was. she was 16. Now, Joe, you was, just threw yourself into it. Was, was that before or after Joe. Kevin Klein commercial? She was, uh, jo- it was Jordash. Was it Jordash or was Cal- no, it was Kevin? No, it was Calvin Klein. Yeah, Cal- yeah. Calvin Klein. Nothing yeah. came between her and her. She was also underage for that as well. Yeah, that's the one. I think <laughs> she's got to be like at least 18, right? On that, yeah. that commercial. So, anyways. Blue was his first movie. <laughs> uh, Taps, Taps was his second movie. <laughs> That movie I was talking about, losing it was the third movie, and then Outsiders, and then Risky Business. So Outsiders was right before Risky Business. Okay. I think Tabs was was uh, was after that. I think Tabs was um, second movie. It was played, his second movie, right? Yeah. And then lose, yeah. yeah, losing it, Outsiders, uh, Risky Business. Then that movie, All the Right Moves, 
Then it jumps up to Legend two years later, two years That's off legend. from movies. He did Legend and then right into Top Gun. Uh, I remember Legends. Yeah. I thought yeah. that, you know, I thought that movie's going to be low skin, but there was something about this fable kind of movie. I thought it was going to be like, you know, some type of. Wasn't uh, Jennifer Conley in, uh, in Legend? Oh, yes. oh, I was in love with Jennifer Conley. Oh, no, it was, was Mia Sarah. Mia Sarah, who also I was in love with, too. That was the girl from uh, Ferris Bueller. Ferris Bueller's girlfriend. Now, wait a Is minute. There Jennifer, any... Jennifer, Con uh, Jennifer uh, Connolly was in the one with David. Labyrinth. Boy. Yeah, Labyrinth. that's Labyrinth. Yeah, yes, which yes, kind yes. of legend and Labyrinth kind of remind me of each other. Yeah, yeah, over. I, I think that my favorite movie of her is uh, Career Opportunity. Oh, yeah, Jennifer Connolly. I don't yeah, remember yeah, that yeah. one. Uh, yeah, no, that's, horse that's a classic. riding. Oh, I guess I didn't love her that Horseback much. riding. No, she's riding uh, one of those little quarter. Uh, merry-go-round thing. Yeah, it's a horse. Yeah, but it's a horse. It's not a. He's not really riding a horse. I don't think you call yeah, that a horseback ride. But hmm. I know you're I talking know. about Joe. We had a quarter. Close enough. Close enough. <laughs> okay. Oh, wait so, a minute. Were we talking about risky business? We were trying. Yes. To. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's okay. These tangents but you didn't are mention about her friend in risky business. When she moved in, her friend also moved in too. Oh uh, yeah, another prostitute. She brings a. Yeah. She brings a she starts bringing all the girls. Over. And wait a minute, we've gone this far. We haven't no mentioned that Balky from Perfect Strangers Balky, is, yes. is, is our best friend. Branson. Yes. Branson Pinson Show. I can't believe Glenn bringing Stodweiler over like that. Why? Because he boffed Hendrix last week. He did? Yes. And then after the game Saturday, he fucked her. Barry. What? Boffing and fucking are the same thing. They are? <laughs> yeah. What did you think it was? I thought it was something else. <laughs> you sure on this? Bronson Pincho or Pincho? I, I'm not yeah. clear on how to pronounce his name. I know him as Balky Bo. I yeah, Balky. What is it called? Just like Burger. This Burger, Burger, Balky, and, Balky. Burger and Balky. <laughs> <laughs> yes, he was the only other ethnic person in this movie and, and and actually you know one of the things i noticed about uh joel's friends they mm -hmm. were all so much cooler than him he was they the also, only they one old well, yeah. he was he, he by far you could tell was young yeah tom cruise was 20 when he did this movie mm -hmm. and uh they they all looked much older they all looked like they were you know mid-20s you know right. no, they, they're playing high schoolers but they looked like they were mid-20s yeah i think yeah. what juno trying to say is that the characters seem to be like cooler more I don't know about that. So well, the they, the Curtis Armstrong character, Booker's character, it acts cooler. He's the one that's saying he's uh, sometimes you got to say what the fuck and all that. But then mm -hmm. you know Joe tries to get him hooker. He he doesn't want to do it. He, he you could tell he's scared. He's scared of the pimp. He's oh, scared yeah. of of everything. So you know he is more. He he's all talk and, and no action. And and Bronson uh, the Balky was was a big nerd too. But the Austin is smoking cigars, playing poker. By the way, I was noticing Bronson Pizzo was chewing the shit out of his cigar. It was, if you look at that scene, his cigar <laughs> was like he was eating it. it like half the cigar was like falling apart. It's like, what, what is he doing? Well, he was probably a struggling actor. Probably didn't make so <laughs> much money. That's food. Yeah. A little hungry. So for a cigar kind of sore, that's not, that's not approved. Taking like, advantage of yeah, the movie catering. Yeah, I disagree with the, the cigar smoking in this movie. But okay, where were we at? <laughs> in the middle of the movie where all this stuff is going down and basically Joel turns his house into a whorehouse 
into a brothel. Yeah. Um, he convinces. Now, the, what was funny is the transformation from one day to the next. Oh, he's uh, cool. Cool, Joe. Now. He's cool. He, he breaks out the black T-shirt with the gray sports coat, the sunglasses, and he's full on pimp now. He's more pimp than, than Joe Pantoliano at this yeah. point. And, and uh, he's convincing everybody that he can to go get a quick lay at his house. Well, um, I, I know that after I lost my virginity, I thought I was the coolest person on earth, too. I, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Joe, Joe and I both thought we became a man and we, we could stroll around and, uh, and be as cool as possible. This was only a couple of years ago. So, you know, it, it's very recently. <laughs> so, yeah, it, it took a while, but I'm cool now. So I, I agree with that. So, Joe, why you pick up from where we're at? Do you remember where we're at right now in the movie? Um, okay, so where did you left on? You, you... They, I left to where there. I left to where Tom Cruise basically becomes the pimp of the movie. He's cool. Right, so, and, well, let's take it from he throws the big party where his friends are. Yeah, but the reason why he threw the party was because he wanted to raise some money. Was that right? For the Porsche, which he for, got for the Porsche, in the yeah, Lake Michigan. Yeah, okay. We we kind of skipped that one. Something else. Did, didn't she need money for some reason? Did she have to pay the pimp back money? There was something. Well, else yeah, she owes the pimp some money. She yeah. alluded to such, but she didn't say what. She, she yeah. didn't seem to give it too much importance. I, yeah, I think, you know, she her, just wanted to cut out the middleman. Yeah. She just wants, she wants, she's all about making the money. Yeah, yeah, that was her main impetus in this movie was just to get paid. And Yeah, you know, so, so do we think that she really liked Joel or she's just using him? Because I think oh. even at the end where the whole, you know, uh, you got a girlfriend out of this, I think she was just going to keep on using him. I think uh, eventually they're going to find Joel's dead body somewhere in the Chicago River, <laughs> floating. <laughs> his Porsche is going to be gone. He's, all his money's gone. That, that, that's you, what happened in real life. <laughs> do you remember the, anything about her story, like where she came from, why she did what she did? I know there was a she, conversation between them. The scene, uh, them two. Where, the scene where they got stoned, this was right before he dunked the Porsche. Yeah. And she, she started kind of, bearing a, a few details to him she has an older brother yeah i mm -hmm. didn't pay attention much because i didn't believe anything this bitch said anyway <laughs> so i mean it didn't matter she could have told any freaking story and i would have been like yeah whatever bitch she has a story like wrapped around her finger <laughs> yeah back by then though right did, uh, how do you get the crystal egg back because he, no, he, he didn't get it back the at one point. Took it. no at the end he did but i think he gets it back before that doesn't he get it back and then the pimp comes he back did. and You're steals right. everything? Oh, well, How did they get it back? That, But that's what I said before, Scott. Her, her, this is why, this why to... I keep calling Lana a bitch, because she was a bitch. She held she that, that freaking like crystal egg hostage. <laughs> it, it yeah. was at her she friend's held place, it hostage it? through three quarters uh, of the movie. I don't know. I don't remember that part. I'm, I'm not even positive they even showed it in the movie how they got, got it back. They didn't. She had it hostage the whole yeah. freaking wow. time. She, she returned she it. Played right? she, them fully. she put it back right on the, at the same place. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah, after was the back party, at one point, after she oh, made right, her money, right. after okay. the party, after the turning the poor boy's house into a horror house, a freaking brothel. And well, there was a good scene the there. there. The scene where all the pro, you know, the doorbell rings and Balky goes and answers the door, and then uh, <laughs> the prostitute comes in, then another one comes in, and another one, and he keeps looking at him, and his mm. smile's changing and changing. You think he's going to close the door, then another one walks in. Yeah, I thought that was a, a well acted, well shot scene by Balky. I thought that. That was his highlight of the movie. Well, that's one of the things I actually can say I enjoyed about the movie. I thought there was something to the cinematography mm -hmm. that put it 
at least a small cut above the rest of these type of hornbag movies. Yeah, so, it was so, it was trying to balance a drama and a comedy, and yeah, it was you know the right the director was also the writer of this movie too. Yes, yes, right. But he um, was that he he wasn't that many movies. He didn't direct that many. No, movies, so he, yeah, he this, like, is, uh, this was two it. or three of them. Yeah, I think well, this was his life story, and he, he wrote it. And uh, <laughs> got, got it made. he was cool. Well, I think yep. this was basically his peak. I mean, he wrote mm -hmm. quite a few movies, but he didn't direct too many from what yeah. I saw. Yeah, so, you would I think mean, this was a successful movie that he would have uh, he would have got a little more out of this, more juice out of this. Uh, but okay, Joe, where where were we at? So when that happened, the uh, the guy from Princeton showed up to the to the to the house. Mm -hmm. Remember that? So he was supposed to have a meeting with him, and mm -hmm. up being that he had an interview during all these activities going on. And then yeah. do you remember. That, that was, I think I was I read somewhere on a trivia question uh, where um, he was asking Joe what he wants to major in and and he Economic. said that he wants he wants to major in a business but Prince Princeton never had an offer a business major in uh, in Princeton that was what oh really good ah. yeah. uh, that that was a good scene you know Joel Joel totally forgets about the interview you know the guy comes in and he plays he plays it cool hey with come in this room right here you know the prostitute yeah. uh, Lana keeps he's a confident Joe to, but trying to bring mm -hmm. a bed in there you know hey I need this room and <laughs> yeah. yeah Joel 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 keeps his cool and keeps on keeps on going his sure white did. privilege lets him think he's going to get get away with it now I gotta and, say and by the way sorry, it does his white privilege lets him get away with it but go ahead go ahead Jim. you're right about that Scott that's a good point because it does pay off for him by the end doesn't it yeah. Yeah. Um, I was gonna say, as far as Tom Cruise, now in the first half of this episode, I mm -hmm. was very I had very strong opinions concerning Tom Cruise. And it had a lot yeah. to do with his cockiness, blah, blah, blah. We got into Scientology and all this shit. And I st I stand by it. I'm not this movie did not yeah. make me change my mind. But the difference is seeing a young, fresh-faced newbie Tom Cruise, I noticed. There was a charm to him. There was a, yeah. a, a an innocent charm to him that I was like, oh, I was like, it was almost endearing. I, he made the role quite believable, despite what he think was a good teen movie. actor. Yeah, he I think was. He, I think he did a good job. You know, it's it's amazing how he transitions because you know, not long after this, he goes right into adult role. You know, oh he, my god, he goes into him. top to Top Gun, and then from then on, you know, Tom Cruise was a. I think a pretty respected actor in the late 80s, you know, when he does uh, Rain Man and he does movies like that, you know, he's actually kind of, he's not playing Tom Cruise, he's playing characters. And yes. then he became Tom Cruise, action star, playing himself in every movie. You know, I think Magnolia is probably the only other movie in his modern, you know, uh, films that, that he's actually putting in an acting performance, you know. Uh, before, other than that, he's playing Tom Cruise. You know, he becomes Tom Cruise from now on. So you think uh, pre-Mission Impossible, he was playing a character, and after Mission Impossible, he, he's he was doing more dramas. Yeah, he, he, you know, yeah. Top Gun was an action movie, but really after that, he doesn't do an action movie again until much later. I think, you know, he's doing stuff like Far and Away, and you know, things like that that aren't. Uh, what's the one where they uh, they go to the fuck club? Uh, him and Nicole Kidman. Um, what is uh, the high white shirt? Eyes wide shut. Yeah. yeah, you know, he's he's doing like dramas, you know. Mission Impossible mm -hmm. kind of took him, took him, made him into an action star. 
You were saying June. Yeah, she was, was, yeah, bad, was bad, Tom Cruise. Oh no, no, uh, just I just I I think I made my point as far as that. Like like it was it was like I said, it was almost endearing to see how young and I don't want to say innocent, but you know what I mean. He was so no, he did a good yeah. job. He goes from awkward into yes. being cool in the movie, and then kind of back to awkward. You know, it was uh, I I he he did it well. Yeah, it reminded yeah. me of Escott really put it well just earlier you know he i think he was really finding his way in hollywood and and he did such a wide range of movies he wanted to be fully formed but but before he was a fully the fully formed tom cruise that we know now which is yeah. a great again i i never said he was was not a good actor he's a great actor incredible work ethic but back then there was a little naivete to him a little you know naiveness a little kind of charm factor that I think he's lost since then, you know. And I'm pretty sure this is pre-Scientology, pre too. Yeah, I, I believe uh, his first wife, Mimi Rogers, that she is a Scientologist and she introduces to him. And I, I'm pretty sure he wasn't married to her yet. You know, I don't think he got married to her to a, a couple more years after this. So, yeah, this oh. is, this is uh, yeah, pre-Scientology Tom Cruise. Damn it, Mimi Rogers. <laughs> anyway, so where were we? So... Okay, I'll, 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 the party I'll party's a big hit. Yeah, he has yeah, his uh, a, his yeah. meeting. He has his Princeton interview potential. Is it Princeton, right? That's yeah, Princeton. Princeton. And he does his, you know, he does the pimp role to the to the guy, doing giving the interview, and I guess you know that combined with getting the guy laid. Yeah, the, the guy it, goes home the next morning. He doesn't mm -hmm. he doesn't leave that, that night. Mm -hmm. And you knew while he was waiting to interview Joel. He was just outside watching all this chaos going around. Oh, him, yeah. And he was already planning. He was already looking for you, <laughs> you, and you yeah. at the same time. <laughs> so, I mean, but anyway, from there, they make their money. Yeah. Uh, Joel goes in to cash in and pick up his daddy's renovated Porsche. Yeah, drives very carefully home. Yes, he does. And when he gets home, and mind you, he walks in counting the money like a true mm -hmm. pimp would. Oh, yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. Walks by the living room and finds that it's freaking empty. The house is empty. Mm -hmm. um, pimp Daddy Pantoliano came and took all his shit. And again, it was all that bitch's Lana's fault. <laughs> <laughs> well... He, yeah, where, okay. where was she at this scene, right? What happened to her? Like, he leaves her there again, and he comes back. I think he thinks right away she stole all the stuff. And yeah. then he calls her apartment, and uh, Joey Pants picks up the phone. So, but they never explain where she is. Yeah, what, what the hell, hell happened to her? I think Did she he... was in on it. I think I think she was in it. I think she let him right in the door, told him where to come, and it helped him get up, get all that shit out of there. Again, there's a reason why I've been calling her bitch throughout this episode. <laughs> <laughs> she was straight up a bitch. <laughs> she was. She was fine as hell. And she played it cool. Re Rebecca de Mornay did a good job playing this character. Yeah. I wouldn't say it was like a big stretch for anyone, but yeah. it, it was okay. She did a good job of showing her intentions through and through. Uh, she didn't really apologize for who or what she was. And mm -hmm. Joel should have freaking known better. But you know what? He got some good action, I suppose, out of it. And it all worked out for Joel in the end. Yeah, so, it sure did. So, yeah, he calls Lana, and uh, the pimp picks up the phone, tells him, 
Lana didn't take your stuff. I have all your stuff. Mm. And you're going to have to pay for it to get it back. I want my money. <laughs> so from there, right, they, he, so by now his parents are, his parents are flying back in. Yeah, the, the timing in this movie does not work at all, right? No, parents are at the airport. Joel's supposed to pick them up at like 440, whatever the hell time it is. And he calls the pimp. Parents are already getting a cab. They're already calling a cab. And then he, the pimp's got to come to the house. He's got to buy every single item back and right. all put it back inside the house before the parents get home. Within 30 minutes. Yeah. Not, yeah, not even 30 minutes. And, the, the, the taxi, there's no cars on the road. This is Chicago. You're looking at the interstate to get off on the exit. There's not a fucking car around them. No. And the only person helping him put all this shit back in the house is Balky. Balky. Yeah. Impossible odds. Um, another trope. We've seen that scene in so many other oh, yeah. bags teenage it. movies. Gotta clean the house up before mom and dad get home. Parents mm-hmm. are around the corner, literally, and you're mm-hmm. like rebuilding the house practically. So yeah, you know, it went there like so many other movies did at that time. But that's okay. Um that that interesting well, not interesting scene. I'm 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 getting into Joe. <laughs> Um, it's fine. You can well, say it. <laughs> thank you for the Joe's trademark. <laughs> yes. Um, no, uh, when he finishes buying the stuff from mm-hmm. Joe Pantoliano and that other hooker throws the egg and it's a oh, yeah. slow motion scene with him catching the egg. Uh, and it's like... Uh... <laughs> all Tom, Tom Cruise doing his own stunts again. There yeah, you go. Yeah, yeah. Start of it all. Yeah. And from there, so his parents get home. Uh, everything seems intact. Except, and and, and this is another thing the about the parents. This is, a, this is about, now, yes, I know I was praising the mom before because she kind of, you know, she she was stacked. She was built uh. very proper. But she was, she was a bit, she, what's the first thing she does when she comes into the house? Oh, check she that she egg turns out. on the light and checks on the egg. I was like, bitch, mm-hmm. where are your priorities? It's like damn, like like hug your son, say what's up. How was your weekend? Some chitter chatter between you and your boy. You you haven't seen him. What if if that was the whole thing? When she when the when they did check on him previously, they shouldn't have even say hi to him on the motherfucker. How's the egg? Is the egg okay? Yeah. Okay. How much is that egg worth? That you know she steals it. You know the the pimp takes it. He uh her his mom's super worried about it. It must have been the most expensive fucking egg on earth. I know. <laughs> It's crazy, but yeah, she's noticed a, a scratch on the egg, and she gives him shit about it. Yeah, and this forces him to go back to the yard and do his chores, but he has to do it cool. He has to put his red bands oh, yeah. on, C- cigarettes, yeah. light up a stove, mm-hmm. and turn on the hose in slow motion. Yeah, yeah, because <laughs> when you're cool like that, everything goes slow motion. Yeah. Um. And they do that little scene with him and his dad, who I thought was one of the cooler white dads from all these yeah. movies. And, you know, the approach that his dad takes is you think he's going to get shit for something that the yeah. jig is up. Yeah, yeah. And of course, that's not the case. Um, the movie ends with Joel achieving what your Princeton, your Princeton material. Oh, but uh, but that's pretty much the end. I mean, for, yeah. I mean, unless did I miss? Did we leave anything? No, I don't. I I think I think that pretty much covers it. You know, he uh, yeah, it all worked out in the end for old Joel. You know, he he had a some couple scary moments here and there, but uh, you know, he uh, he's white enough that it all worked out perfectly <laughs> for Joel. Yeah, you know? 
and uh, he's he gets to go to Princeton. His his, uh, his B average student who doesn't deserve to go to Princeton gets in at the end, and yep, all perfect. So there, there wasn't there a final date that him and uh, Lana had there up in the. Now, Scott yeah. did touch upon the train scene earlier, but if you want yeah. to elaborate on that, because it was a well-done scene, except for the... Um, I, I wasn't into Tom Cruise's O-face. Horrible. <laughs> I, 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 <laughs> but at that age, I'm sure mine was a lot worse. So Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Anything oh, you want to add about that scene, Joe? I thought there was a couple of uh, ending scene, right? Was there... Yeah, I think again at the end, don't they like get together and then he? Uh... Yeah, they met up for dinner and she's. He was actually trying to break. break oh, from... yeah, he he tried to turn it around he on her. Yeah, he trying to say mature. like, oh, how much money do you have? And he he tried to turn the tables like they were kidding around. You know, she's asking him if he wants to like uh, do something. He, he well, right. what kind of money do you have? Do you have you have three hundred dollars. You know, can you can you get three hundred dollars? You know, uh, he, yes, uh, yes. he tried to turn it show on that he had grown, right? He had reached some maturity. Oh yeah, he's now had some some commanding uh, voice. You know, he yeah. asked her to come over, sit on his lap. You know, yeah. Know, and when the when the credits are over, she stabbed him, took his wallet, and he died. <laughs> the well, end. That, that's the end of the movie. That would have been a much more interesting ending. Which I wish that would have been. That would have been more. Uh, Interesting. Can I ask you something? Was our night together just a setup? Vicky and Guido? No. You don't believe me. The movie is it's not about it's not an action movie. It's not, um, you know, it's more like a teenage fantasy sort of, right? Exactly, it is, it is um, them, very much so. Right, and so I think there are certain scenes that is un unreal, but you know, if you think of it as fantasy, it's 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 pretty good. Um, I, you know, I can the, see how my. I guess I was, wow, I was quite young. I must have been around 12, 13. I, I'm going to say, well, actually, I didn't see this movie in the theater. I didn't see it until it reached yeah. cable. So it might this have been like two years after. So I might have been like 14, mm -hmm. 15 when I finally saw this. And yeah, I mean, given that age, I probably thought this was like war and peace. You know? <laughs> uh, but, you know, uh, it was a movie of its time. There were mm -hmm. a lot of movies with this kind of similar, you know, feel, similar premise, where it's right. like, like we said before, a bunch of kids, in particular young men or young mm -hmm. boys or whatever you want to call it, trying to get some action. And that's okay. A lot of it, this movie for me, I'll give you my personal opinion because mm -hmm. you guys asked. <laughs> no, no. Um, what is your personal opinion, Gene? Uh, thank you, Joe. I was waiting for that. Uh, someone should have asked. No, um, no. It was just that it is a very much a movie of its time, and it was mm -hmm. okay. It was it. There was some fun in revisiting it. I had forgotten mm -hmm. most of this movie, so yeah. it, it almost felt like watching a new movie to me in a lot of ways. But True. it is a movie again of its time. Nothing wrong with that. Nothing mm -hmm. wrong with the audience it was probably trying to attract, 
just that certain things don't age well, don't hold mm-hmm. up, but it did have his highlights. So, I mean, mm-hmm. would I pay to see this movie again? No. Yeah. But I'm, I'm not going to get mad at Amazon Prime for charging me $4 to see it either. <laughs> just a Rebecca DeMone scene, uh, the first time they meet was worth $4. Thank you. I agree, <laughs> Scott. You know, I agree. leave it to Scott to convince <laughs> all the sh- bullshit that I said and get the straight horny to the point. scene was, was, was perfect. Uh, yeah. what, what about you, Scott? It's very How similar for me. Uh, yeah, you know, I think the movie tonally doesn't know what it wants. You know, it, it doesn't want to be a comedy. It doesn't want to be a drama. And um, it has a couple funny scenes here and there. I laughed out loud a couple of times, but it, it's, it's kind of in between both of them. And it definitely does not hold up nowadays to the fact that, I mean, it, it is like I keep saying over and over again, he's a little rich white boy that everything worked out perfectly for him throughout the whole movie, has everything he wants, gets into the college of his dreams. And everything, it's just, it's perfect for him. And it, to me, it's a, it's a bit troubling. I'd like it to be darker. I, I would like for him to die at the end of the movie, you know? <laughs> I'd like for it to be either be a, a drama and be serious and be realistic or just be an all-out comedy. It's one or the like, other. And I, like I, he didn't I get to school. Between. I mean, there was time when I do fundraising back in the day, walking through people's house, knocking at the door. As for fundraising, you know, back in school day, like uh-huh. elementary school, and you sometimes you were hoping some hot woman would just open up the door. And get, <laughs> you know, you're gonna get Rebecca you know, DeMornay. Yeah, it's it's one of those moments that you it probably never happened, but it's one of those fantasies, you know. In Connecticut, you, know, you probably would have got shot, Joe. What are you talking about? Well, let's ask this, did Joe? Did you enjoy it as much as you did? when you first saw it with your family in that living room <laughs> i thought the movie was exciting watching it when i was growing up i think watching it again now i i think it has certain moments that i still bring me back one of those repertory moments you know like you see certain scenes you 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 have this this oh i, I felt that way too when i was watching it when I was 14 or 15 years old. It is. It's a fantasy movie. Um, I would watch it just because it reminded me of the being young, being kid, you know, have that dream or, you know, have that curiosity about women and things that possible or possibility. Um, but no, the storyline is shit, you know. The, <laughs> it, it's too perfect. Even though he made mistakes, it's still it's still not a mistake. It somehow it worked out. Resolved, ah. resolved and worked out. And like just in the nick of time, things came back just like a normal. It's almost like a wet dream or, or like a nightmare. You had this crazy dream. You work up. Everything's normal. Like life moves on. I guess what we're trying to say to sum it all up, it would be three simple words. Rebecca de Mornay's Bush. <laughs> <laughs> Is that three or two? <laughs> well, Thank we'll, you, we'll, we'll count a it's full a, name. It's actually four. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. So thank you, Joe. For, for again, you keep me on point, man. You keep me on point. Um, no, she she had she she would be the one that made the movie. I I wouldn't if she wasn't in the movie, and I don't remember what's it like to watch that movie back then. I would never watch the movie again. 
So, Joe, what, you, what you, you picked this movie then. What, what were you thinking when you when you picked it? Were you thinking that there was uh, more to it um, than you um, I thought it was different? When I picked this movie, I thought it was... Um, uh, there was a certain feeling that I, 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 I find in the movie where it made me feel young and become be a kid again. Yeah, I, I think the... the <laughs> So nostalgia, so, nostalgia for yeah, me. nostalgia. Yes. Gotcha. <laughs> well, well, I guess it's time to ask the question then. How good was it? And I say it in such a morose and sad tone because we know the answer to this. Thing. Yeah, I, I'm gonna go with it. It's not good, Joe. Um, it was okay. No, it I'll was good okay. or not good, Joe. You got one or the other. Uh, it was good. Oh, interesting. Wow. All right, June. Good. Rebecca Nobornay won him over. June, how I about you? So. I enjoyed it just a tad bit more than I thought I would for the oh, reasons that I elaborated upon before. Uh-huh. The charm, the little bit of charm and innocence in Tom Cruise's young baby face. Um, the Mornay's bush. But, okay, how good was it? Wasn't very good. It doesn't hold up. It had a few good scenes, a few good chuckles, um, and had a, a, an okay cast, hmm. but does it hold up? Eh, not really. All right, that's, that's good. It, it wasn't that far off from being good to me. I, I wasn't bored by it. I yeah, I think maybe I started tuning out a little bit near the end. I was, you know, looking at my phone or whatever, but, you know, it, it kind of held me enough, but it's still not good for me. We're all just mad because we had to pay four dollars to see that bitch. That's all. Oh hell yeah! I tried <laughs> to get a library card because I was trying to rent it. There's like an app where you can like stream movies from the library. So like I, you know, I had to email my local library and I'm like, hey, I need to see this movie about prostitutes. Please give me my library card. I'm um, doing the research. Yes. Yeah, I'm doing research. Not to be a pimp. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Well, maybe if you watch it with your family again, it might. Add that little bit of zing and excitement. I might hated it. <laughs> yeah. I might hated it if I watch it again with my family. I would never do that. But you know what you were saying earlier, Joe, was you know the, yeah, this is the movie kind of like it's supposed to be like fulfilling a teenage fantasy. Supposed to be you, you were saying maybe geared at teenagers. This is a rated R movie. So wait, who is this for? That is an adult oh, in this teenage. You're right. You're watching the movie and then saying, you're right, like, you're right. Good point. Yeah, mm. so I, I don't know. I don't, I'm not sure who this movie was for, but, you mm. know, it, oh. I, think it was, I think it was for, you know, our ages when we saw it, but it shouldn't mm-hmm. have been for our ages when we saw it. So, yeah, I think there's a, a little confusion with this movie. Mm. All right. With that, I guess we could bring this episode to a close. Yes, sir. Thank you for joining us once again on How Good Was It? What movie would you like us to review? Drop your suggestions by hitting us up at howgoodwasitpod at gmail.com.